Wine Caddy Podcast, episode 698. Here we are. Feeling better than ever. Not so great. <laughs> not so great. Sarah is having a terrible day. I am. No, it's not I'm terrible. I'm so sorry. It's heavy on Intense. my heart. Yeah. That's whatever you want to call it. Uh, there's probably a 90% chance of me crying in this episode. Yeah. At any given episode, there's about a 30 to 50% chance of that. Yeah. So this is only a little bit more than the use. But <laughs> it seems as though our beloved mascot, Bo, may be facing, maybe maybe heading towards her final days. Yeah. I mean, she... She really hung on for a long time, though. Right. A long, long time, you know? And I think sometimes you can feel like dogs are doing it just for you. And I feel like there's a little bit of that. No way. And like... Do you feel that? Well, there's just... She's so attached, you know? It's like I leave to go, you know, come here and do the show, and she just stays in the entryway like in front of the door the whole time no the whole time you like cannot get I, I, this is i could never i can't have a dog it's, that is i she used to be like playful running around all that she's just like it's sad i have to carry her up the stairs sometimes her I mean, back legs are given out it's like she's in kidney failure and it's time i gotta sarah and i have a, a running joke about how Bo won't die. Won't. Like we, whenever there was that dog that they announced like a month or two ago, that was the oldest dog, not just like right now, but like ever in the history of time. And its name was Bobby. Yeah. Was it Bobby? And um, we were convinced that this is Bo's like relative because they are both from Mexico. They hail from Mexico yep. or something. And uh, Bo has lived like, Seven years longer than she was it's supposed insane. to. Insane. I, I'm like, I feel insane. like I'm an extra innings, you know. Yeah. It's like this but baseball sure game is in its like, 21st inning. And it's like, oh, can we go home? All the players are so tired. <laughs> it doesn't make it easier, though, yeah. because you have a bond. Yeah. And the thing that... And that she's your girl. I don't know if Bo... Uh, Bo probably doesn't know this, but... We have, like, it's taken a real bad turn this past week where it's just been not good. And Eli and I are going to Florida next week. And this, my heart, like, cannot take the idea of me leaving her for eight days and anything happening in that time. Like, I would... I mean, it almost, I don't know if it's selfish or the kind thing to do, like to say goodbye to her before mm -hmm. she thinks I just when disappeared you... in her and left her in her, you know, I mean, she is having trouble standing and checks every single box for stage four kidney failure. Yeah. Every single box, bad breath, even all of a sudden that got really bad. It's because they can't work out any the toxins, ulcers in mm -hmm. her mouth. Like, you know, but then she's like wagging her tail and, oh my God. And that's the hardest part. Cause they're like, it's, we do not deserve dogs. We do not. I that mean. That is so sweet. They are just like mm. the most loving and the most kind in the whole entire universe. 
And when you're in that situation and you go to the vet, do they give it to you straight or do they have to just be like, uh, beat around the bush? I think they give it to you straight. The good thing is I have two friends who are vets. I have one friend that's a vet tech and I have one friend that's a vet. And then my cousin is a vet. And so I, I am surrounded by people who will give it to me straight and they've all been pretty like time, let's <laughs> time to go, Sarah. And oh, yeah. that's so hard. Then I feel like I'm being selfish because I'm like, you know. Well, they have a tough job I though. I know. I don't even know how they do it because they can't t- talk. Right. These animals. So, so there's what I, I, I was up very late last night looking up like, how do you know these options, things, you know? Yeah. And like, what are the things? That, and a lot of vets said what they, what they felt was really hard for people was when they waited too long and the dog, and then they have to say goodbye to the dog and their last memories of the dog are when it, it's in so much pain and it's yeah. just so hard. And so like giving her a nice little send off and is not, but they're everything also, or, uh, uh, they're, there's like a checklist. It was called a a an a, there, that a vet can do an assessment of quality of life, hmm. and so it feels yeah, like it's pretty. Everything. Like, is your dog engaging in the same activities that it used to? Does your dog? Do you have to assist your dog in things like mobility things that? Oh, and it's like check, 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 check every single one, and then I'm just mm-hmm. like being selfish and. You you should give yourself grace here. I mean, that's what love does. Yeah. You don't want to lose your best buddy. Yeah. So, of course, you want to keep Bo here if you can. Yeah. So, I think this weekend we're going to we're going to have a little little party and then a little going away party. Yes. Well, you remember how on Brain Candy, we talked about those people that have their funeral before they die. And we're like, these are narcissists. These are not good people. And I'm like, when you said that you were going to have a party, I'm like, I know Bo wouldn't even ask for one. She wouldn't. She's not selfish. That's the exact person you want to give it to. So we're going to have a going away party. The ultimate going away party. I had friends who were like, already were like, I'm so sorry this is happening. We'll be with her and, you know. I think that's a really nice idea. Yeah. So. It's very sweet. And then I could say goodbye and then I could go be with family in Florida to feel better. Oh, my God, Sarah. I'm so sorry. Oh. Huh. So, yeah, that's that's where where we are today. I'm so sorry. Anybody that's lost a pet knows that feeling. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it, and I think everyone has the feeling of like, this isn't the same as if, some, you know, a human gets sick or whatever, but it sure as heck feels the same uh, when you it love. Does, and it feels different because you don't, well, sometimes you do, but like, it, it, okay, here's where it gets extra difficult. We talk about the brain under stress and the brain when it's, in an emotional place becomes worse at making decisions and you get that decision fatigue and you have to make the ultimate decision here. Mm -hmm. You, everything is like 
depleting my dopamine and serotonin. And then I need all that to be at healthy levels in order for me to feel okay about this decision. And that those two things aren't compatible, like having to, so you're just not going to feel okay about it in the moment and do it the best that you can do. I don't know. Yeah. You, well, you, th- you think you're doing really well oh, thank you. and you should not be hard on yourself about thank you. any of it. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yeah. It's well, the good, the thing, the good thing is there's so many people who are supportive, all you brain candy brainiacs included. Oh, yeah. Speaking of what? which, shout what out mean? to my new friend, Taylor Brainiac that I met <laughs> the other night. Who, you met her? Yeah. I went to my favorite restaurant to go to trivia, the place that I won. Uh, I was Uh-oh. defending my it was title. fixed. She fixed it, didn't no, she? No, she wasn't even there last week. I was defending my title. Oh my God, you went back. Yeah, I went back to defend <laughs> my title. Hilarious. And unfortunately, the guy who hosted was sick. And then they got really busy at the restaurant. And I was like, girl, do you need me to take over and host this? And she's like, I totally would, but we can't find the plug to plug in the amp. I was this close to, to, to. Sarah was like, my voice carries. Yeah, I, I should have. I'd be like, no problem. I got you. And then Eli looked at me. He's like, Sarah, stop volunteering yourself for more jobs. You don't yeah. need to work anymore. Play trivia. You don't need to host it. But I go in there and, and she was like really shocked. And she goes, I'm a brain candy. No, she didn't even say brain brain candy. She said, I'm a brainiac. And I was like, (laughs) what? Can we hug across the bar? And she's like, yeah, I'm the one who sent you the referral for the chiropractor. (laughs) (laughs) So shout out to Taylor, my new favorite bartender at Ginger Pig in Denver, which is my favorite place to do trivia. And if you want to come be on my trivia team, oh my gosh, Ginger Pig, Tuesday nights, 730 Team Brainiac. Wow, this is a real emotional roller coaster episode. It really today. is. I, I had to do. Wow, it. I had to I'll pick meet myself you where you up. are. Yeah. Okay. Well, here we are. We are <sighs> excited. I hope people do come and join your team because yeah. let me tell you, they will not be disappointed. They will not. We're going to have a team that's so big, and we're going. They're going to have to break it into multiple <laughs> teams. Call. Yeah, you're going to take over. Yeah. Like, oh, for goodness' well, sake. I mean, we love trivia. Almost as much as we love wild grain bread. Am I right or am I right? You know, you know that I love something when, like, I want people to know this is something I yeah. pay for. My hard-earned yeah, money. This is, too. like, not like, oh, they give yeah. Sarah free wild no. grain. Nope. Nope. I was like, this is freaking delicious. Yeah. And it is such a great, like addition to a meal that makes you feel like you're at a restaurant at home. Like we mm-hmm. had a wonderful pasta night the other night where we invited like uh, two or three other couples came over and we all made pasta and that of course, you know, you can only make so much. You were feeding a whole room. So luckily I had my wild grain fresh pasta. Let, let me tell you, tasted just as good, if not better than the one that I made, made myself yeah. with my friend right there. And then we had our delicious mm-hmm. bread to go with it. And we had somebody staying at our house. And the next morning we woke up and all had those amazing croissants. It's the best service. These bread and pastries and pastas come frozen. You put it in your freezer. And then anytime you want it, you just get it out and you make it straight from frozen. Yes. 
And so in like 30 minutes or 40 minutes, you have fresh baked bread or pasta or pastries, croissants, whatever. And it is high quality stuff. They use a low slow fermentation process. So it's easier on your belly, lower in sugar and tons of nutrients and antioxidants. But like I always say, I'm just in it for the taste. It is phenomenal. Plus for a limited time. So it's wildgrain.com slash brain candy. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy to start your subscription. You heard us. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash brain candy. That's wildgrain.com slash brain candy. Or you can use promo code brain candy at checkout. And let me tell you, I did the math on what it would have cost if we went out and got croissants that morning, like at a pastry, at a bakery. I mean, the free croissants are like right. already halfway. I know. It's, it's, They're so valuable. Like, this, this, I like this doing this kind of math. I love feeling like I'm getting a deal. <laughs> mm. And it's so, it's just nice to have. Yeah. So we don't steer you wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. So shout out to Taylor. I'm so glad you have a friend. Yes. yes. Um, okay. What do we want to start with today? Um, Would you like me to chat or you to chat? Uh, I do want to tell you this this story about an experience that I had in Target that went not ex- at all how I thought it was going to go. So I'm in Target the other day in Denver, right outside Denver, and there was a man who was housing insecure and inside mm-hmm. Target and having a really tough time. And I saw two of the security officers, like the, the, and that one of them is plain clothed and, and they look like cool guys. One of them, one of them looks like a, a heart, like he's a member of like Hell's Angels or something. He was like in a motorcycle vest. He was like cool looking. And, um, <laughs> they go up to him and they're like, Hey man, are you okay? And I was like, kind of standing by like, Oh gosh, are they going to kick him out? Is this? Yeah. The opposite of that happened. Oh, I could cry right now. They were like, hey, you want to talk for a bit? We have a care package for you. Like, oh, this really is an emotional roller coaster of an episode. <laughs> Highs and lows. Whoa, baby. But they brought it. They were like, we got some stuff. We got some like Target will give people like care packages and take oh, care no, of I them. I didn't know that. Yeah, it That's was the so sweetest nice. thing. I was like, this is the opposite. I, I in that moment, wrote down like, uh, got to talk about this. And also, got, like, if if Target didn't already get my vote for, like, the best place to shop for all my stuff, not an ad. Yeah. But well, that is great business, too. It was so sweet. It does make you want to support them. And just, like, doing nobody was, like look, that. they weren't doing it, like, performative. performative. Yeah. Like, that. there's somebody in the store, like, they have it set up to where they will help people. And, and the guy was like, yeah, I could really use that. And I was like, oh! moment. I'm dying. And then it made it, I don't know why it just felt like, and one of the guys, uh, uh, who's part of that security team was in a wheelchair. So it felt like this was just like, this is oh so beautiful. That's, it's sort of like on Curve Your Enthusiasm, whenever Larry David pitches to Netflix, they always have a team of Netflix employees because oh, and I pitched so it funny. Netflix, it is exactly what it's like whereas there's like one person in a wheelchair one person is like you know a person of color whatever whatever and they have like all this representation and 
in the meeting, the guy was like, yeah, they loved it. And Larry goes, they or they, like (laughs) meaning plural or somebody is identifying as they, but I can understand why you would feel like that. I'm me. I'm like, we got a guy in a wheelchair who's like (laughs) facing his own, knows what it's like, you know, to, to be discriminated against. And then we've got guy who's like, old Harley Davidson motorcycle guy with his like long ponytail who's like looks like the bat like the wrong side of the <laughs> but tracks he's like but a really so good sweetheart like, yeah I'm like this is the sweetest thing I'm like how do I become a target spokesperson because this is the most uh, beautiful thing I've I ever think seen. you just did it I think so too um did I tell you this? This is like the flip side of what you just told. Did I? I, I don't feel like I told you the story. Tell me. We only have um, one car, so we have to coordinate a lot. And I had taken Adam to the dentist. Did I tell you this? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. I took Adam to the dentist. I dropped him off. Then I had to go get Link at school. <gasps> yes. And then... About the guy. <laughs> okay. But not on yeah. here. Tell okay. it. Yes, yes, yes. He's okay. coming back to me. So I pick up Lincoln at school and we go to get Adam at the dentist. And he's all done with getting his filling. And he's waiting in the parking lot by the sign. And he gets in the car and he goes, you're not going to believe what happened. And what happened was, as he was waiting there for me, maybe five minutes this guy came across the street and accused Adam of videotaping his children, like being a child predator. Strange thing. And not only that, called the police. Adam. And the police came. And instead of just leaving like a sane person, because I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. This is not where I want to be. Because he wasn't doing anything wrong. So he had no obligation to engage or whatever. But... That he instead, because Adam is like principled and all annoying, he was like, no, I have nothing to hide. I felt like I should talk to the police. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> but okay. And then the police was like, do you, you know my I rule? Don't cater phone? to crazy. That's catering to crazy. That is, I'm writing that down. Don't cater to crazy because that is a good thing. Motto. Yeah. Well, anyway, Adam showed him like his phone to prove he had no videos on there and stuff like that. Could you imagine? I mean, well, and say the th- the thing that you said that really is the. You mean about how these people yes. are like brainwashed and check you know, how many times yeah. and like oh say that yeah Adam was like to the policeman go have a look in their file and see how many times they've contacted the police about like stuff like this suspicious people and then look and see how many times I've done it or how many times people have called the police on me right. and then I think you'll yeah. see. Because the dentist office, didn't they say like, oh yeah, those yeah, guys, they're, we know, we that know guy. them. Like if you have a reputation in the neighborhood. Right. Yes, for being a, that, guy. that guy. Anyway. I'm so I, sorry I that he got wrongly accused of <laughs> pedophilia. Wrongly accused. I know. And it's one of those things like in the moment you leave and you're like, what? That was crazy. But then you keep thinking about it because it's obviously if someone accused you of that, Absolutely. it really does upset you. Please, if, if somebody... Thanks that I cut them off or did something like traffic wise that uh, I felt like they don't have the full story. I feel like I need to like follow them and explain. Like, (laughs) 
Somebody um, tweeted that instead of giving the finger, their husband, is that you no, who posted but I that? I saw this and it's so good. I love it. They give the thumbs down and it's like makes people even more mad. I want to do that. It's just like, I disapprove. That's what, like, and I do it to myself, like out in the car whenever somebody's speeding. I'm always like, too fast, sir. Too fast. Like everybody in the car, to, to, the guy's like, zoom, gone by. So I think I'm going to definitely adapt the thumbs down disapproval because like I we're at that late just at, be... at that age too where now we're like mm-hmm. you know your elders <laughs> i think that it shouldn't even just be in the car i just want to do yeah. it to people in real life like could you, you know if i'm mad i'm gonna start rude doing it. or something to, and you're just like Mm-mm. don't Ew. put the cart back the grocery cart back drive by and just thumbs down them <gasps> yeah oh you could definitely change people's behavior with a good thumbs down Okay, also, did you see where someone said that the Muppets should host the Oscars? That was me that posted that. I yeah. didn't say that, but I, re- I reposted that. Genius. I wanted to say that is what, why isn't anyone Why isn't anyone do- doing that? Like, we yeah. need a Muppets revival, which yes. should be the name of their, <laughs> like. Right, their next phase. Yeah. Yes, I love this I'll, idea. I'll so anyway, Church I'll thumbs up that I'll one. Totally thumbs, thumbs up. up. There was something else mm-hmm. with the trap with the disapproving of people and I uh, can't remember what it was. Anyways, who knows? I just like the idea that we could bring our judgment into more. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> like I want to be more judgy. Is that Boo. wrong? Don't answer. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. I'm booing you because people are weird and oh, I'm sick yeah. of it. Oh, this is what I was going to say. There was, mm-hmm. th- that was it. I know there was a story that I meant to tell you a, lo- a while back. I don't have a ton on it, but um, I read that a judge in, oh, where was it? In Canada, which makes total sense. No, actually, maybe <laughs> it's the opposite. Ga- uh, now said that it's your God-given right to give people the middle finger. Really? Yes, that the middle finger is protected under the country's charter of rights and freedoms. What do you think? Should that yeah. be? Oh, okay. You have the right. Could you imagine if you didn't have the right to give somebody the finger? Who <laughs> Come on. Well, yeah, because it's not considered like an act of violence. Right. Or it's not. Right? You're not like flashing them. It's not like you're. What is somebody gonna do? Is, because you can say fuck you, profanity? but oh, that's what I wonder. Though, and also if you <laughs> make it so you can't give the finger or like that, that isn't allowed. Yeah. Then what if you are somebody who signs? And what if you do ASL? Can I sign? Fuck off. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So where's the line? Same diff. Same diff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Same so thank diff. you, Judge in Canada. We all now have the right to give the middle finger or the thumbs down to anybody. Yeah. We want. God and I'm going right. to give the thumbs up to Thrive Cosmetics. How about you? Absolute. Let me tell you what I've discovered as an <laughs> elder. Yeah. Brown eyeliner. Really? Ditch your black. Don't use that. Get out of here. Don't use it. It's making you look old. I don't know why, but I think it is. Because I swear. Here's the trick. <laughs> what if I'm like, that's my problem? You do, and for, especially if people who like either you may you wear a lot of makeup, you don't wear makeup. I, it's great that eyeliner from Thrive yeah. that has the little mm-hmm. smudgy end. Who knew that that little teeny tiny tip with the sponge could do everything that you needed to do? Draw a line right on the 
you know, lash line and you just smudge up, it gives you the perfect lined look that do, that looks so natural, but just Wow, I Sarah, can't believe it took me here. 37 years and I would have never bought it if they didn't give me right. like I got like a little trial size of like a brown yeah. one. I would have never I always go to black. Black 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 black. Bought the uh, got me too. I will never now ever I turn know. back. Whoa, okay. I'm trying it. The Infinity Waterproof Eyeliner. Yes, Infinity Waterproof yeah, okay. Eyeliner in the brown. Brown. And then they have those okay. little highlighter sticks, those, the... Yeah, this... The, oh, they're called... And they have... Brilliant some, Eye Brightener. The Eye Brightener. They have something in it that works like with ring lights and with the lights that you use on your camera. Yeah. So it may, yeah. it'll like make you look all smooth. So I use that Eye Brightener and the brown liner and then their amazing Brin, I think is what it's called, mascara. Yeah. There you go. The, I use the Liquid Lash Extensions mas- Mascara phenomenal products. This is a face by Thrive. So thank you, Thrive Cosmetics. They have a deal for our listeners now. is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. Right now, you get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash brain candy. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash brain candy for 15% off your first order. Okay. Moving on. Okay. The, the judge said we can give the finger. That yes. is good. Um, one thing I was just thinking about briefly, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about, you know, old gossip, like I do. do. And there's this famous story about when Christopher Reeve was uh, injured and became Mm -hmm. paralyzed by the falling off that horse. And I believe he was only could move from the neck up, Mm -hmm. you know? And so he was in the hospital and the doctor came in and told him to roll over and he was like trying to communicate like, hello, I obviously can't do that, dummy. And um, the doctor insisted. And then all of a sudden, Christopher realized that it was Robin Williams and he laughed. And it was the first time he had laughed since the accident. And it was that moment that he realized that he could survive, that Mm. he could handle it. Because before that, he had wanted to take his life because it, he didn't think he it would be worth living. And so that's this supposed to be this beautiful story of like Robin showing that laughter can be hope and allow you to continue. And so then when I was thinking about Robin's death, mm-hmm. I was saddened thinking like, I wish he had felt that same yeah. sense of like how levity can bring survival and mm. it kind of reminded me of, do you remember that comedian that died by suicide a few years ago? His name was, I think it was Brody Stevens. And that was his whole comedic brand was like yelling at the audience about how they needed to be happier mm. and like no, no negativity allowed. It was like a positive thing. Mm. And it's almost like people that need it the most yeah. tend to be the ones that like insist that you... We've talked about this in different ways uh, in our early episodes. There was a study that we discussed where people who post inspirational messages tend to be the ones that need them the most. They're struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. I think Robin was very convincing though all that up until the end really. You know, in seeming like he embraced that for himself too. Yeah. You know, I think it's really hard when 
your identity is being the one that provides the relief and provides the, um, uh, you know, that, that inspiration yeah, to, mm-hmm. to live life. And if you feel like you can no longer do that, and that's such a big part of who you are, or you feel like the disease that you have is, is preventing you. And you can see that, that I am going to lose the thing that, that is what brings joy to other people, that mm-hmm. it would be so or difficult. Or makes me valuable. Yeah, that makes me valuable. Yeah. You know, because in this, in, in, in that situation, it's like Robin Williams is almost telling Christopher Reeves, like he's still, you're still valuable. And yes. he believes, and he was able to believe it. But I think it would be hard for somebody who is that inspiring person to then be convinced that they still have value in when when they see that that goes that's going away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would need and somebody I, his... who is so inspirational and so like maybe in their own like a Christopher Reeve to inspire him. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because his wife did say that he had Lewy body um, disease. And I think that has an element of paranoia. Mm. And so it probably did alter his perception of reality and stuff too. Mm. But just to, you know, that story just simply put on paper, I was just like, oh, it's a shame that he wasn't able to get that from somewhere in the same way. I don't know. Just thinking about it. Yeah. On my mind. Mm. Because he's on a lot of the clips of The Tonight Show that I watched. Robin Williams was a fixture. And I mean, that guy was something. He really was. He was... Like, it would drive me nuts. It's hard for me to watch because it's like too much. Even his comedy, his stand-up is difficult. It's like all over the place. Half the time, I don't even get the joke. Mm -hmm. It's just that him doing it is funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyway. So good. I watched yeah. the Joan Rivers one, which I'm so excited we're going to do for our documentary club. If you guys uh, have not joined our documentary club, I highly, highly encourage it. It is so much fun. We meet uh, every month and we watch a documentary and then talk about it. And this month, Susie picked a great one, the Joan Rivers. What is the piece of work? Piece of work. And yeah, I'm sort of dreading it a little bit because I know it's going to be a big debate about her style of comedy, her fashion and commentary on the way people look and, you know, can't even cancel culture. I'm sure will be a topic and whether she would be even allowed to do those jokes now, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I get, I'm just nervous. That other side of the community, like the, the thing that drives them and the need to perform and the need to get that validation and the need to, mm-hmm. to mm, be loved. Yeah. yeah to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, and even when there is like love and acceptance, there's almost a rejection of that because like that is their motivation. I need to keep going because everybody doubts It's me. never enough. Yeah. And if I, mm-hmm. if I accept that it's enough, then they stop, you know, there's like this feeling like maybe subconsciously that I'll just, what will motivate me then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's sort of what you were saying about Robin too. Yeah. I mean, and we always talk about on the show of, of where you 
see your identity, uh, you know, how you see yourself. And if you matter, if you're not pretty anymore, if you're not young anymore, if you're not successful anymore of whatever. Um, and you know, entertainers are always like, it's easier to see it in them because it's, I mean, it's pretty desperate. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we know cause we love attention too. Right. There is this like, it's kind of cringy sometimes. <laughs> But it'll be fun to talk about. She's an interesting gal. Mm -hmm. That's for sure. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about something else. But before I do, I want to talk about Chime. I've talked about it a million times. I always try to uh, emphasize what I know to be true, which is that finances take up a huge part of everybody's mental real yeah. estate. And it can be very stressful. Um, you and I were talking about, even with like the beginning of the year, it feels like everybody got scared. Yeah. Like the holidays were over and then it was just like, oh, wait, are the, you know, with all those financial chaos that chaos. is happening right now. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, with Chime secured credit builder via Visa credit card, you can start building your credit with your own money, which I know is empowering for a lot of people and members see an increase of 30 points to their credit scores on average, which is a lot. Um, no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. Start making your financial dreams a reality with Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash brain candy. That's chime.com slash brain candy. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime credit card. Builder Visa credit card based on a study conducted by Experian Credit Builder. Members observed an average 30-point FICO score, eight increase after eight months. With regular on-time payments, results may vary. See Chime.com for details. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Chime, that's my only thing I hate about no, you is that I'll I do have it. to say all that. I love it. I want to do it. And I, <laughs> I, I want to see how fast I could do it. Yeah, we, we should have a contest. That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, carry on. Let's see. What were you saying? Um, okay. How about how yeah. I read that this guy in England found a, a lottery ticket in his car that was a winning ticket for $550,000. What? Check your oh pockets, people. Honestly. Hey, is there is there a, a time in which you have to turn in a lottery ticket by? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, one year you get. Did he make it? Yeah, he did. Oh, thank God. He did. Oh, thank God. But he said, thank God that he like, the guy at the place told him, clean out your car before we get in there. And he was so glad that he said that because he probably wouldn't have found it. The guy otherwise. at what It was place? up on the... Uh, the car wash. Oh, the car wash. So we went to the car wash and the car wash is, oh man, he's so lucky. They could have done a little like vacuum, vacuum to sweep that thing up. That would have been trash in my mind. That's going right in the garbage. Yeah. It was under the sun visor. Oh, my God. I wish that would happen. I was just getting, I'm like, where's the, what, what, what's the gal got to do? How, well, first how we have many, to buy lottery tickets. Dirty diaper. How many like piss full of diapers from my dog do I have to clean before like, it 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 clicks over into <laughs> right, like tips the scale. Yeah, tips the scale, and they're like, "Oh, here you go," because it seems like not really. Honestly, I was 
thinking back in my mind, the last time I had like something good happen, and it was years. Zeus. And I don't mean like day to day. Like there's little things to be yeah. thankful for every day. But in terms of like a really stroke of good luck, yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, I will say the cheese box that showed up at my house the other day that you delivered felt like the best luck I had. I was like <laughs> already having like a crummy day. Yeah. And I sent Sarah cheese. Let me tell you, you really <laughs> want to turn somebody's day around. You send that cheese. And it's the kind of cheese where like they hand wrote the what it, it's yeah. like such a small batch kind where it's like handwritten the kind on there. I'm like, oh my God. I told Eli, I was like, don't you dare touch this cheese without me or I will <laughs> break your hands off. Yeah. I mean, little I know. F- crackers with like flowers in them. Stop it. So, well, this is I something I think people forget cheese. is like people, you know, they sell, they send flowers or whatever and or use like a national company to have a gift delivered. But I really do love using like local vendors and that's a, your local cheese shop. And these cheesemongers there were so nice and were like asking me what I wanted in there and stuff. It was so nice. Well, I'm going back there. Yeah, so exactly. Good. Thank yeah, you. So that is fun. so sweet. That is so kind. I mean, who doesn't love cheese? Am I right? Not me. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. me. Whatever the right answer to that is. Yeah. yeah, you're so right. Like, if you want to turn somebody's day around, for real, give them some cheese. I was like, this is because then it felt like, you know, I can I can now give myself a little time. I'm going to put a little cheese platter together. You know, there's going to be a glass of wine with that. Yeah, it's, it's I'm making days. I'm making here. days. I mean, it's probably going to be how I join our our live Q and A this afternoon. Just like yes, cheesy as all heck. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, I'm hoping we get a lottery ticket. I don't buy lottery tickets though because you know how they call it a a tax on the yeah, stupid yeah. or yeah. whatever because, you know. Yeah. Every now and then it is go. fun. I'll do it. It is fun. And like I like yes. I like the process of picking the numbers and I'm always like one that I pick and then one random and we'll see, you know. Oh, you can do that? Yeah, you can pick, you oh. can like decide, you know, which which how you want to do it. Like they do it for you. Okay. You pick it based on like, this is my birthday and this is the day that this, and this is how old I was. You know, whatever it is. That's real yeah. cute. Um, I have a story for you or like a, 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 because I was listening to some of our past episodes, you know, like you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've been really into penis stories lately. I noticed that. So I have I another one that. for you. Oh, okay. Great. Scientists have determined the actual number or line to classify people as growers or showers. Oh, yes. I want to know. And this is actually more necessary than you'd think it is. Because so okay. the, at first you're like, why the fuck do people, we care about this? But doc, the doctor in the article was saying that when it comes to surgeries and when they have to make decisions about what to do and know what is normal, how normal functioning, there, there is a, a difference in the structure of a penis for a grower versus a shower. Tell me. So 24% of men are growers, or I'll say 24% of people with penises are growers 
and 25% are showers and 51% fall somewhere in between. And what they did is they injected, they used a, mm. uh, I don't know, some sort of substance or drug or something that made you have an erection. And then they measured uh, uh, like the before and after and then put that on a bell curve and were able to see like what is the the measurement for that. And if the penis grows, I think it was by like 31%, then you're considered a shower. And if it grows by more than like 50%, you're, you're considered a grower. And... I truly thought mm-hmm. there really wasn't even such a thing as a grower. There sure is. I always was like, these guys that say that just have smaller no. penises and they feel weird about no. it. No. What they ha- have is they have a thinner <laughs> lining of the fibrous tissues that um, pass blood through the penis and, and basically make it grow. So they're because they're th- it's almost like they're more compact and then they were, they stretch out and that's how the blood then flows where other ones are already stretch like more stretched out to begin with. It's how these, these fibers kind of arrange themselves in the penis. Okay. But let's, let's point out something, which is that when someone says they're a shower, which nobody really says that, but you know, the assumption is that they're just, they have a bigger than average penis. It's just the way it is. And uh, erect or not, flaccid, it, they're it's, bigger. It said that there weren't, but there in this study, different, that, that when you looked at the, the erect size, the erect yeah. size of an erect penis did not show any difference between like growers and showers. Like there wasn't like, oh, on average, showers have a bigger dick. Well, that's what I'm saying. This study would call you a a shower if your penis was two inches long and then you get a boner and it's still two inches, then you're a shower. You know what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. So... But when guys say, I'm a grower, not a shower, oh, the implication is... they're saying, is, I got a big dick waving around between my legs. No. Well, if they say they're a shower, yeah. that's the yes. implication yes. is that like they're big all the time. Yeah. And when you say you're a grower, not a shower, they're saying they're small, but then they get bigger. Like no one's ever just saying I have a small penis and that's, and that's the way it is, it except is. Howard Stern. Uh, Howard Stern if you're a one. shower, oh, you know what? You are correct. I know. The the <laughs> showers do have longer penises when they're flaccid, measuring around 4.4 inches on average. And growers had smaller flaccid penises at 3.46 inches. Okay, but both categories had similar size penises when sexually aroused. Mm, so they're trying to say basically that everyone sort of fits into one cat. Like there's not that big of a range because I'm sure there is. That... growers, 25% showers, and 51% in between. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. That that are... Most people, I get it. And and really it's to know... Like, I wonder how they would know that, like, how they would write this in your... Like, how... When you would need this and how they would... (laughs) Like, oh, grower, 
Like, <laughs> right. What are the doctors doing right. where this is coming into the mathematics of it? Because I get it if, you know, there's like some trauma to the area or an accident or something and like oh. they, can't, you know, that's it. If like they need to know. So I think now maybe they can look at like penis the, injuries. Are the, I think there are. You think there are a lot? They just don't talk about yeah. it? I, I was with somebody who had a traumatic penis injury as a child where he zipped his, zipped it up in the zipper. <gasps> oh, but was like that seven years old or did it? To where the fire department had to come. Stop. And could you imagine? Was the penis stuck in the zipper? Mm-hmm. Okay. That is hideous. Yeah, like it had to be removed. Like my mom or whoever came into this didn't know what to do. It was like, we got to call the ambulance. Like, got to call 911. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. When well, we've heard of those people who broke their penis. Yeah. Because even <sighs> though it's not a bone, it can be broken. It can be like snapped in half. Hey, I have not, I do not have a penis, but I am clenching that area like I do right now. So I apologize to all <laughs> the people with that are listening to this. And, oh, yeah, those things are fragile. Mm-hmm. I mean, but also not. I know. That's what I don't get. Like, like, what determines whether it breaks? I spent a long time being way too delicate, those. And then I went to like, why? I was like, that's how <laughs> Wait, you why? handle that thing? So I'm like you're- putting on white gloves and pinky up. <laughs> so, so you were under the impression that you had to be real tender. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Just a nice, polite BJ. That's so nice of you. You're so elegant. So elegant. I did have a, this is, this is funny, but I did have a a bad habit. I don't even know if it's a bad habit. It made me laugh. A funny habit of sticking a pinky up and it felt like I was always giving a very polite BJ. (laughs) That's how the British do it. Yeah. It's like, I'm sipping tea. It's how the British do it. Stop it. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Well, I do think, you know, when, you know, the, um, I was, there was a New York Times article yesterday about this doctor who experienced that thing during pregnancy where you barf all the time oh, uh, yeah. and it's like hell yeah, hyperemesis and after that experience she was determined to find an answer because she's a physician yeah tell me and <clears throat> well i didn't read the article but i, I assume she's working on it and it knows how important it is because when she was having that and the doctors would often say it's all in your head stuff like that Mm-mm. and um Anyway, my point is just like, why are they studying like growers and showers and all these penis things? And yet pregnant women are like, Susie, you know, really good point through hell, right? I'm sick of it. Really good point. I still can't eat ginger because I threw up 30 times plus in one day and everybody was like, just have ginger candies. Like that was going to cure it. So I did. Well, yeah, it's always the dumbest ideas. I'm like, guys. <laughs> well, and I don't know anyone for whom that was like, oh, all I needed was a fucking ginger right. candy. Right. Come on now. So weird. But there's so much, like the first time I ever got a migraine was oh. when I was pregnant and then I've had them ever since, you know, <gasps> and I never had them before. And mostly women get migraines and it's another one of those things where yep. if this were mostly men, I feel like right. this yeah. would have been solved. That migraine. It really is crazy. I had, I've only had one in my entire life and it was when I was taking care of my mom in Costa Rica after her accident under all that stress and 
holy shit. I am so sorry to anybody who's ever had those. Like it's, I threw up uh, and like, you have to yeah. like shut the door. I had no idea. It is straight up debilitating. Yeah. And if you never had one, it sounds like, oh, okay, it does. The whole, I, that I said that <laughs> back, back problems and migraines were in my mind. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, how bad is it really? And then the first time your back goes out and the first time you have a migraine, it's like, I am, I need to do an apology tour to all the, like, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. So sorry. It's hard to conceptualize a lot of stuff until you experience it. Yeah. But oh, God, one time anyway. I was driving, uh, I, this guy I was dating, his back went out and I was driving him to the doctor and I accidentally spilled my coffee and it spilled on his lap and he went, and it was hot. So he went to like jerk and jump out of the way and I and it hurt it, it like hurt so bad because you know when you move and you have a back problem like it's so excruciating and i remember being like what it it's come <laughs> Calm on down. right and I'll, i'm like what <laughs> sarah that was so hey mean. live and learn that's okay i'm sorry to him who's probably not <laughs> listening achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking what's your secret Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Do you imagine I want to tell you about the latest trend that makes no sense to me and I don't love it. It's digging holes. Okay. Now I did read a a study, something that came out a few, it was a little bit ago, a few, maybe six months ago or so that said digging holes has a very positive effect on mental health. Mm -hmm. What? Okay. Mm -hmm. Is there something to this? Yeah, there is. Like about burying people or some shit like that? Oh, I don't, I didn't know there was like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think why, why are, why is digging holes? There was an article in the Wall Street Journal and the title is Stressed Out? Grab a Shovel and Dig a Hole. Scientists spend a lot of time unearthing what it all means, but park rangers say, fill them in when you're done, please. Oh my God. (laughs) Because people are doing this. And there's all these TikToks, I guess, of people being like, hey, let's meet down at the fucking wherever and dig holes. So do you think that, do you think it's, our natural instinct, like before we had any sort of uh, toilet situation mm. as modern people, mm-hmm. do you think that we dug holes to go to the bathroom? Okay. Yeah. I kind of do. That, that would probably be what you would do, right? It's like what you do when you go camping. Do you think that's our natural instinct to like dig a hole and then bury it? Because dogs do it. Mm-hmm. Other animals do it. Cats do Cats it. Cats do it. I wonder if that is something that for 
millennia had been part of our daily routine that then goes away because in the same way, there's some really good things for your health, like squatting and that ability to go from squatting to standing up is so good for health. Yeah. If you kind of look at that, could that be something, you know, we talk about walking, how even in the future, if we like had the mm-hmm. ability to like teleport fucking everywhere, we probably would walk because there's something very human and biologically like ingrained in us to do that kind of movement. I wonder if digging holes is something that we should be doing like 10 times a day, but aren't. Not 10. I mean, that's 10 a good shits, theory. You're good at theories mm-hmm. because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I like this. It just... Okay. Well, I'm glad you like it because maybe you can make me feel better about it. Because I was just like, if you, if your life is that, whether it's boring or, because you're only, I understand that they're saying it relieves stress, but I don't think that's why people are doing it. I think they're doing it because they're bored. Because nobody (sighs) with problems is needing to dig a hole to feel better. I don't know. Is it like... I think maybe it is kind of a a little bit of that. There are elements of like boredom to it, but I think we're bored because we're so stimulated all the time that we have mm. to then. Like I, maybe it's just that we miss manual labor yeah. because now we sit at desks yeah. all the time. I think this feels And like, our bodies are designed to move. Yeah. I think that's okay. it, that we need to go back to these natural like biological movements. I mean, if you think about it, it, it's running for exercise is silly too. Mm -hmm. So it really doesn't, now that I'm thinking about it, it is the same idea. It's doing something that has no, it's like to what end, you know, it's kind of like you're running, but not to anywhere, not to escape anything. And you're digging, but not to anywhere and not to anything or do anything. But we need to do these things that are, like what we've been doing forever. You know what's really stupid though? Maybe this is why I, tur- I was turned off by it because it does feel like a very masculine thing to do. I, don't, I just can't picture any women be like, you know what I'm going to go do? Dig a hole. But apparently and there was a race during the Cold War to see which country could big, dig the biggest hole and it was called Project Mohole and the Soviets got further. The Kola Super Deep Borehole in the Arctic Circle near Norway reached 40,230 feet into the earth before funds ran out in the 1990s. And it went so deep that it, was, it inspired hoax reports that engineers had broken through to hell and, that the recorded, and they recorded the screams of tortured souls. The entrance has since been welded shut. Oh, so I don't know why we were racing to do that. Was it to get to the core of the earth? I That's do not weird. know. And also like... It's so weird. I don't know a lot about geology and... and she knows it rocks though. I, huh? I do. <laughs> um, but to me, poking holes and things is not a good idea. That's an interesting motto. Like, it feels like usually those holes fill up. You're asking for trouble? 
like, mm-hmm. you know, you dig a hole at the beach and then the water cut and then it's like, I know this is why I'm sides and all of a sudden, like, yeah, let's not. And then it feels like a whack-a-mole thing where you're like, or, or like, I don't know, you're digging a hole over here and all of a sudden you like open a fucking trench in Brazil. I, I don't need to be taking any chances with that shit. Well, anyway, if you're digging holes for exercise, I'm sorry I judged you. I've changed my mind. I see the value now. Um, yeah. And if you're a woman who's digging holes, then I'll like it even more. Yeah. Sarah needs to record her other show oh, now, yeah. so oh we need gosh, to wind sure it down. Do. We do, yeah. So basically, we talked about Bo oh. and how Sarah is struggling, yeah. and I hope you can send her some love. Thanks, guys. Because I know you will. Yeah. Your favorite um, bow stories. I love hearing those. Yeah. And yeah. We'll we'll celebrate her her life. Yes, we're gonna celebrate her life. Then we uh, agreed that thumbs downing stuff is hilarious and we're gonna do more. The of best. It. And um, you know, maybe buy a lottery ticket. Maybe this is your lucky week. Yeah. Sarah, yeah, maybe after Bo dies, then the universal wanna Repay reward me. you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I thank you all for listening. Thank you always for using our codes and tagging us when you do. Um, It helps us so much. Check out our patreon.com slash brain candy. And of course, we'll see you next time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 